Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of movies. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Second episode of Spooky Season is underway. Halfway. Well, once you see the film. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and we've reviewed it properly, but yeah. <laughs> says I'm going to put any effort into this. <laughs> what do you mean? Review it properly. <laughs> I'll review it. <laughs> don't mean I'm going to do it thoroughly or properly. <laughs> well, we know how much we like Japanese. Don't ruin it for yes. me. <laughs> so we're going with... Uh, uh, well, there was there's, there was options, and I did sort of run that by you as what you wanted. Well, yeah, but get. I know that otherwise it was a scary-ass woman walking backwards like a spider. Like, no, thank you. Hmm. You want to have to come to bed every single night and have your wife have nightmares. So I've gone with something a little more, I'd say, light-hearted in a sense, but very I'll much... I'll be the judge of, of that. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm very much interested in your take on this one. The fact that you're laughing makes me feel uneasy already going into this. I'm not going to lie. Like, the, the smile on your face and the... <laughs> like, like, you naughty schoolboy. Like... <laughs> I guess, but it might be not for the reasons you think. Probably because you know I'm going to hate it. I don't know. I'd, you might surprise me, but... Mm. So the film we're going to be watching is 1977's House, or Haosu. That's how they say house. I would think so. Yeah, though they, interestingly enough, the director had to market it as house for the international market. Well, yeah, because we were stubborn yeah. and back yeah. then. When, yeah. when... So it was 77, but I think, obviously for a yeah, reaching we... a, a market across the, the board, you know, in the West yeah. or whatever, then it would, yeah. So westernising yeah. it a bit more, yeah. sadly. So director is called, let me butcher this, Nobuhiku Obayashi. Better than I do, so don't worry. No. And IMDb's synopsis simply reads, A schoolgirl and six of her classmates travel to her aunt's country house, which turns out to be haunted. You didn't tell me about that. Yeah, but... What not a dick move? Ugh. It's saying haunted. Nothing in that did you tell me when we were picking. I just, just said, said it, it was, was out bit, there. It is out there. It's so very... all I'm thinking of is like that sausage fingers thing. What? The everything everywhere all at once thing. That wasn't a horror. No, but it was out there, wasn't it? It was a bit. And I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to flip back and forth with what you were saying. With that, that's what. Right. Okay. I went with. Well, you've kind of you have some knowledge of like how Japanese filmmakers perceive things, especially like things coming. Oh, don't alive tell me stuff. it's going to be like a really old folklore thing, where like the samurais and. No, it's no it's something that's set in more modernized. Modern, if you if you will. Okay, yeah. I can cope with that. Haunted, I don't. Though. I don't know what I mean. What you mean by samurai? Have you got a problem with samurai films or something? <laughs> just, just the. I think what, what was that one that we watched? <laughs> not the last samurai. Last samurai. Um, no, that's no, not not. I've not seen that film. The folklore one where it was black and white. It wasn't the one that was like three hours. You don't have to look at the shelf because I don't know what. I think it was like the spooky one. But it was like a couple of compilations and we reviewed it and you were like, oh, people are saying this is meant to be amazing. Oh, but... sorry, yeah. Qu- Quiden, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not of that okay, era, right. if that makes sense. But, yeah. yeah. I'm intrigued, but the haunting is screwing with me a little bit because I'm like, mm, 
You know me. I don't like anything haunted and it's in a house and that's going to scare me because... I live in a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it could happen to me at any moment. No. <laughs> because we know it's not, you know, like something that murders in Appenier or anything like that. Well, we that. don't know. You don't know that. This is an old house. You don't... You don't know. I think you would have noticed by now if there was something. Oh, well, right? yeah. Yeah. So let's go with these things you've got to think. Anyway, that's... Either one would freak me out. Go off lightly with Wickerman, I think. So we'll be back very soon with Sophie's thoughts on Haosu. Makes sense when you see the film. I see it like a ghost. Is, the, is it the house talking? Is that its name? Just, that's what the credits do. Haosu. Sort of like that. Yeah. Movie Friends is a film podcast for everyone, where two friends discuss some of the greatest Seth. films. Yes, Michelle? Did you rehearse that? Well, I'm reading it off a script for the commercial. It's really not a commercial, it's a promo, but oh, did you really think a script could describe our show? Words are generally what are used to describe things, no, so yes? No, 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 no. Our show is fun! It's all about the dynamic between you and me and how you're a movie guy and how I'm definitely not a movie guy. But you are like a movie guy. No, and we talk about movies and we talk about life and cats and we're joking all the time. People listen for that stuff, not the movie stuff. Right, but the movie stuff is like, that's the stuff. Wow, maybe you should have rehearsed this more. Movie Friends, it's a podcast about film. It's a podcast about friends. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Patreon at Movie Friends Podcast. We want to be your movie friends. And we are back. Having visited Haosu. I knew you were going to do that. I was waiting. Like Your lips were poised to... <laughs> <laughs> to get, pronounce it right, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what, what What do you think? I weirdly like it. And I'm, I don't know. I, <laughs> it's weird. It's strange. But the humour, I don't know, something about Japanese humour that does actually make me laugh. And that's really bizarre for me to say. Why? Why, why is that bizarre? Because it, it's sorry. over the top and so, like, like is it Takeshi's Castle? Like, that kind of vibe it had to me. Like, okay. with, like, but the reactions are just really comical and... It's very over the top, isn't it? But, but it's but it's not like an American comedy. It's still quite... I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely a cultural thing, that's for sure. But and it works better for me for some reason. I enjoy it more and I do... I was laughing and I did think certain bits were funny and I didn't anticipate... That I would be laughing because it's meant to be a horror-ish mm -hmm. film. Yeah. So going to a little background history of the film, so you know, I've actually done the effort for this one because I thought I didn't know like like what you'd be like, what the hell kind of thing. So I kind of gone in with some some notes on how it came to be and all that kind of stuff. It so. is bizarre, it really is, but it's yeah. I don't know, it's quite innocent in a sense as well. Hmm. Well, it's funny you should say about the innocence in a sense because Toho the the studio did a lot, a lot of the Japanese releases for movies and stuff. Looking for like a director to come up with 
like a concept of a film that was going to be like a big summer blockbuster, something like a, akin to Jaws at the time. That was like really big smash hit globally. Yeah. So like we need to have something that's kind of, you know, stand out and be like very flashy because it was at a point where I think that they were struggling in the seventies, kind of like, well, we're kind of having the same kind of things here, and the, you know, the, the ticket sales and stuff aren't doing so well. So we need somebody to come on board and make something quite like punchy, like in your face kind of thing, and just like draw people in. So they had the director Obayashi in mind, even though his background was more from advertising, like commercials, basically, and so. I think that's a lot of you see a lot of that in the film, which we'll kind of get into as we go yeah. go through some bits. But he, fun enough, he, he approached his daughter about idea because she's when she's like ten years old, and she was like, oh, "I had this weird dream about things attacking me, like futons, because they're quite heavy, <laughs> and like trying to lift them up in the visit the grandparents' house. So it felt like you know they were actually attacking me and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, that's interesting. What else have you been like?" thinking what's what else scares you and things like grandfather clock seemed like quite terrifying you know just walking down the hallway and that bung bung yeah. sound and everything and things other things like watermelon in the well feeling like it was a head yeah and when playing the piano learning when she was younger felt like the the keys bit her so <laughs> all these kind of concepts come oh. into play in the film so the director's like i'll run with this and put How it all together was his daughter 10 years old Ten. at this point so and she actually appears in the film itself. She's a little cameo. And that little I think bit. that must be a bit scary for her, really, though, because all her fears that she's said have just been put <laughs> into a film. <laughs> so it's a bit like, I don't know, me saying to you everything that I'm scared of and then you making a film about it. Yeah, and addressing it to the world, essentially. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. But, but in terms of the childlike aspect of things, it's kind of, yeah, that's what a child would come up with of being scary. Yeah, supposed to, like, you know, a, a killer with a knife kind of thing. And I think that's kind of... why I like it, because it is your mind, it's all your mind, isn't it? Playing kind of tricks, tricks on, you. on you. And I know when I was little, I hated my hair getting cut. So I used to cry and I used to say it hurt. Like she was at, when, like my hair was, when she was cutting mm-hmm. it, it was hurting my hair. And I could feel it being hurt. And clearly I... Th- see, that that in itself could, you could easily make, some horror director or something could make that into like a concept of like you know the hair that was kind of like a thing and it was actually alive and it would you start bleeding as soon as you start cutting that I don't know like yeah or screaming or something when it gets cut I don't know but I remember vividly that was something for me I remember crying and being pathetic about (laughs) about when Mm. you're little Mm -hmm. oh well I I hit the nail on the head maybe that's why I like it because I am to say for my age I think there's an innocence still somewhat there Mm -hmm. even though I have seen a lot of things I've grown up and compared to my like my younger self. Yeah. I still think people think I'm a bit naive and a bit innocent, which I don't really want that to go away, to be fair. No, you've got to embrace that a little bit. Yeah. And I quite like this because it is the idea of they are quite young. They're quite sweet girls. They're really nice. I think it's like one of those things where it reminds me of, I think we have it mainly with boys where we have like... They're introduced, or what was that one? The Goonies, is it? Yeah, the Goonies is one where you've got a whole gang of kids, yeah. Yeah, so kind of like that, but this this is the girl kind of version where I think Japanese culture do have a lot of female actresses, and that's because of the yeah. anime and all of that. <laughs> and I think that's nice to have the, that kind of equivalent of a couple of girls going to a well, house. and seven in total, but yeah. 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 I don't know, it just it yeah. works Yeah, and they really all have well. their own little 
roll calls as well, like title cards, and like they have their own sort of personalities that just basically describe their personalities in a sense. But it works because it made them more memorable to to me, at least. Like Mac, and not f- f- forgettable. Is it? Yeah. like a like a, a typical Japanese one, like oh, who who was that again? Kind of thing. Yeah, it's like like an English interpretation of a yeah name. So it's so kind like, of like easy got... to remember. Mac, who loves the food, and we were a bit like, why, but it's because of the stomach. stomach. It's a bit yeah. of a stretch, but yeah, not like mac and cheese or anything. I was thinking McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got Angel, who's um, the lead. Oh, yeah, which, interestingly enough, there's a couple of instances where the names are different in the subtitles. Like, we watched, just for convenience sake, really, the, the UK release that I've got over here, but in the American, like, Criterion disc it the subtitles read it differently so for them it's she's called gorgeous where in this one she's called angel i prefer angel to be fair gorgeous is just anyone can be gorgeous angel because she's wearing a lot of white and she's yeah she's more heavenly yeah Yeah, so i think that that actually works and i I think it's the same for sweet and sweetie but that's that's fairly close anyway isn't it which one's our version uh, sweetie. Sweetie, yeah. yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> I like anything with an IE on the end, you know me, Sophie. Yeah. 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 We've got uh, Prof, who's the one where she's got glasses, so she's... You don't come into a row until the end, I feel like. You don't get much she... of her until yeah, the back end. Yeah, she's more just like point out the plot. Yeah. Like, of, like Velma from Scooby-Doo type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a sense. We've got also, we've got who else? We've got Fantasy, who's has fantasies about... <laughs> I think that would be me a little bit because I, I'm in the head a little bit and she's. I would be straight away thinking, oh, well, where's Matt yeah, gone? Yeah. What's happening? So, yeah. And I think she gets the worst of it. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. And Kung Fu, who's is probably my favourite one, actually. I think it's just because of the. Yeah, she gets the. Like, she has her own little theme music as well, doesn't she? Like when yeah. things start happening as well. So I think it's kind of makes her stand out more than everybody. I don't know, Mac still, I don't know, she was quite a happy little, oh. even though she didn't last long, bless her. Oh, and sorry, we've got Melody as well, who's the musical one. But yeah, yeah. Who, who's your favourite then? Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate, yeah. I get it. And I feel like she's, she cares about everybody and ends up being like, why are you sending me out there on my own? Because <laughs> every time she does, something bad happens, so like, I don't know why they are sending her, like, why isn't somebody coming with her? Mm-hmm. But she does kind of end up lasting out the longest, pretty much. Back to the uh, the fact that it seemed like a advertising background for the director, because like a, there's certainly more at the start anyway. There's kind of like those instances, that, and there's one sequence where it almost feels like it is gonna st- like a, a commercial break, where it's to say the the daughter's doing like that shoe cobbling or whatever it is yeah. that she's doing, and it's like, oh hey, Mister Vernon's, yeah, as if like I don't know what this would actually be advertising if this was a <laughs> thing, but who knows? It's Japan, so I think that's what I love about putting like Japan Japanese commercials on because I think we did watch a bit of telly, didn't we, when we were there? And obviously, yeah. we didn't. None of it's in English, yes. clearly. Yeah, but, but it's quite comical just to to look yeah. at it and how bright and colourful and yeah, loud in your face with it. All, yeah, yeah, which is really bizarre because. Actually, when you're in Japan, they're so humble, so quiet, so polite and respectful that it's the television <laughs> is like ramped yeah. up to a next level. Oh, yeah. I do think it's funny how we have the, these Zoom circles. That's what I call them. I don't know if there's a technical word where it's like a cartoon. Oh, like a fade in, fade out almost. Like yeah. Cut away. Yeah, like, yeah, to do that. Yeah, it's interesting. There's, there's so many different techniques that this film uses, like the stop frame animation. It's kind of like... Gonna... 
when you've got them going to the aunt's house yeah. and they're traveling there, mm-hmm. the way that they do that makes it feel a bit like cartoonized, like they get off a bus and then they're in the middle of nowhere with, and it doesn't look real, does it? Like it's like a backdrop. Backdrop, but then they're actually in the, the actual backdrop is behind the backdrop that they're Im- Im- implicating. Mm-hmm. The, so it's like, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so no need is there. Really colourful as yeah. well and making it more vibrant. Mm-hmm. The characters as well, like the guy that gives the watermelon, he seems like quite a character and a bit uh, weird. He's he's actually the the composer. I think he he or he, he had some involvement in terms of the music of the film. There was the the, the band. You kind of see him as they're going on the train. Actually, they do a little cameo, like in the high five, or like seeing him off yeah. on the train or everything. But he is actually well. Then he does the house. Oh, does he? To say because that deep tone of the film. But yeah, he's. It's. I think he's obviously. The director's used like people he's used in commercials before. Like I think all the girls have been in his work before. So obviously they're used to working with him, even if it was you know a short stint really. But, yeah. So it's, it all seems like close knit group of people he's he's selected yeah. for it. But also on the the fact of the again another commercial example is like when Gorgeous or Angel, the, her story is about uh, her dad. They're coming back from Italy after yeah. the film, composing. And then uh, like, introduces her as your new stepmother, and then she's got that sort of like perpetual wind, in a sense, like her yeah. wind blowing behind her as if she's like you know, advertising like some kind of, like a perfume or some kind of... I actually thought she constant... was a bit of a baddie in this, actually, yeah, from the, get, a curve the get-go. On that. Yeah, like as if, like, oh, here's, here she is, and it's like yeah. there's something mysterious about her. So I think it's more kind of the air of like regal, beautiful and yeah. everything that they're going for. But for me, it's like, oh, she's a witch or there's something I mean, like right. she's going to take over. and get stepmother. Yeah. 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 And, but it never really happens that way. But obviously for Angel, she's got to a point of where she's been a daddy's girl all this time. Her mum died when she was eight years old. She She's had a daddy all to herself and it's just been her and her dad against the world. Mm-hmm. And then like any parent who is a single parent. Yeah. Bringing somebody new into that mix is a bit hard, mm-hmm. and she's not really happy that he. To be fair, he's rushing it a bit. She's only just met her, and he's like, "Oh, she's going on vacation for six weeks yeah. with us." You know, it's yeah. it's a bit too much, isn't it? Yeah. And the other girls, bless them, they go to like this. Oh, they want to go to this like summer camp or something with this this oh this apparently hot teacher who's <laughs> Mister um, Togo, but he's the you know, got his got these like mutton chops on the side I'm thinking he's not that dishy <laughs> but apparently to the girls oh, fa- I think it's fantasy at least definitely is but I think like, when you're younger though if it, as long as somebody's nice to you you fancy yeah. him don't you back then yeah so then that trip blob so then Gorgeous is like let's all go to my aunt's house I've kind of like written to her to because you stumbled upon her from the photos that you had in a box and everything so she's reaching out to to her and so it just happens that they're all going on vacation together and they really. all pretty yeah. much get the axe because the auntie is a witch I'm guessing or something yeah yeah something I feel like, like it's like hocus pocus like she eats them to rejuvenate her uh, yeah it's that kind of styling thing but what I also found interesting though from this watch as well particularly is how this is, seems like another like how bad war is again because there's like when they're on the train and let's like, talk about oh they're doing like a commentary on like what happened with her aunt you know she fell yeah. in love he got drafted into the war 
and all that kind of stuff. So they're actually, it's kind of interesting, like kind of breaking the fourth wall a little bit with that. And like say, oh, look how pretty she looks and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. And like, oh, he's cute and all that kind of stuff. And then, oh, it, I think this is about the, the Hiroshima bomb. Going mm. off. Oh, it looks like a cotton candy cloud or something like the kind of innocence of yeah. all. Obviously, they don't have no idea like how impactful it was to other people. I think the director as well, he's, he's lived through it. And so he lost obviously a lot of people, friends and family, and all that kind of stuff. So I think the film seems to be saying something about the fact that you know the kids who don't know the the harms of all the horrors of the war, they oh, they got off lightly, they shouldn't be having fun. So they aren't like teaching them a lesson or something like that in in all this kind of because she couldn't, you know, she lost her love and I think she was again. quite envious of her sister yeah. as well. I feel like I got that even though it wasn't said, but like yeah, it was yeah, a just implied, yeah. Like with, with the, the wedding ceremony and all that kind of stuff. But. Yeah, and you can tell like, she's a little bit bitter about it all because she didn't get that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the connection is if how close her and Angel actually are because... What they aren't, sorry. Yeah, because initially I was like, oh, Angel won't get kind of, I don't know, killed off or anything like, like that. Mm. And then it makes it sound like she she does somewhat get... Oh, right, so she, what, she'd be the only survivor of it all. Yeah, maybe because she's like related or she'd be the last but. one because... Well, she kind of is, isn't it? She's kind of like becomes the new host of the house, essentially. Yeah. So, you know, it's like the power of it because obviously the aunt isn't alive because it's been many, many, many years. Mm, but I think it's like when she's in the mirror putting the lipstick on gone. initially, you think, oh, she's a goner then at that point because right. I can't find yeah. her. Yeah. So it's quite clever the way it does it. And then obviously then she comes down and she's clearly not herself then, is she? No. But the way that they all kind of get, like you said, the futons with... Um, that was Sweetie, I think. Yeah. Sweetie. Mac with, I think, is it the That's watermelon? That's the watermelon. She yeah. gets one from the watermelon man and goes to put it in the well to keep it cool because the fridge is broken. So Fantasy think... gets bit by Mac's head. And <laughs> that's like the first kind of scene where you think, oh, uh, this is what the horror... horror. Uh, yeah, so would you say that was like very horrific and sense all the just, just weird horror? It's weird horror. horror. It's yeah. not too gruesome, not really. No. It's It's just quite bizarre and a little bit comical. With how scary, because it could be, it could be scary, but to a younger yeah. audience, yeah. But because you've got like your adult head on, thinking, "Oh well, futons are not going to attack me," and mm-hmm. noise a watermelon, mm-hmm. it just makes it more funny, I guess. It does, yeah. There's a like an instance when Angel's in like having a bath, and there's like the black hair that's going to be synonymous yeah. with like you know like Ring Ringu and other like Japanese horror with a black-haired girl with the over her eyes kind of thing. Mm. It's like, a, I don't know if that's like the first instance of that occurring. Maybe in other films it might have done prior, but I feel like that's a good, like, a, ooh, that's a bit... Should have. Yeah, it does have an eeriness to it, and it keeps you on oh, your yeah. toes, because you Definitely. don't know what to anticipate, right. and because you can't predict this film whatsoever, what's no, going to come next. No, you have to experience the film. You can't really... You can explain the basic premise, like we did at the start, where it's like, oh, a group of girls go to a haunted house, basically. Mm-hmm. That doesn't explain what you were in for when you go into this. So no. this is why I was very much interested to hear what you had to say about the film or what you thought about it, really. And like, I didn't know how you would find it. Oh, would you even find it that scary, or would you be like laughing? But it sounds like you've quite <laughs> an enjoyable ride from, I feel like from I... embracing it and seeing, you know, like knowing what you know about Japanese culture now, as opposed mm. to somebody who has no clue on what to expect. They might be like, I don't get it kind of thing and maybe yeah but i feel like for me 
I got off lightly for Halloween with this one. <laughs> I'm quite happy. I know, to be fair, you did make me kind of pick between, I think it was this. R- Ringu. Ringu then, or this. Yes. And I was like, I'm going to go this one because I just, I'm going to keep it safe. And I'm glad I did because I really enjoyed it. And it's been something you've had on your list for a long, long time. Yes, yeah. Where yeah. I keep going, oh, what's house every time it's on your list because I forget <laughs> <laughs> what they are. And every time mm-hmm. you have to explain it to me. Mm-hmm. But like you said, the way that you've explained it in a nutshell isn't the doesn't come quirkiness close to, of, yeah yeah you have to just see it for yourself really to see what it's about in a but sense it captures your attention because you you don't know what's coming next you don't know what is going to happen i could not predict it at all and i think that's why i enjoyed it because it was innocent light-hearted funny but a bit it kind of made you feel a bit uneasy but not in a absolute petrified way but you were like, no. oh, what's going to be the yeah. next thing that yeah. happens? There's no real sense of realism. No. At, at all. It's re- I think the director purposely went for that. Don't be like the fact of going for that. It's almost like a fantasy horror, basically, yeah. because like the, it's, it's just over the top really, and everything that goes on. And it's so, it's like, oh, it takes you back from things. And it's like, oh, yeah, this wouldn't, this really wouldn't happen. So you kind of, you're taking it as, as that. And then that's, you're going for that experience as you're watching it, which is, really effective i think for mm-hmm. what it is and i said there's not it's it, you couldn't like you couldn't remake this now i don't think it would they could try but they fail miserably i think yeah even if it, by that i mean like an american version there's I no way that you could if the japanese wanted to do something similar to this i think it would be a bit more gory i don't i think the innocence wouldn't be there but they could redo something similar but i think who's it would, who say sorry if it if the japanese culture wanted to pick something again like this i think they could probably Ramp it up even more, you mean? Yeah. yeah. So with the auntie dying, so she's pos- is she like haunting, possessing the house? And is Angel actually dead or is she, her aunt kind of possessed her body? Is that, how do you it's, interpret it at the ending? I, I say she's alive. She's obviously like a sense like the ghost of her aunt or the house has taken on her form. Essentially, she's now one and the same with... Do you think it's her and her aunt? Is that what you're trying to say to me? There's more than one person haunting the house, but then that will mean she's no, dead. No, 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 no. I think that she is. I'll say in now her aunt, in that she she lives in the house now, and that's she's the sort of the spirit that resides. It, but obviously, like the end when the stepmother comes and sees her, she sees her as as normal, like she you know she's taking yeah. this that she's that and you know real, not a ghost. Yeah. Because why would she suspect that? Because it's not like oh you've been dead for so many years or whatever. Yeah. It's just. In that sense, but it seems strange, isn't it? Because it's like, what happens to her auntie? Is it like where does? Because you could when you well, were seeing it, her, I mean, to was... be fair, I think it was after the fact of when they're all that like the parts at the back end where you know everything goes to extreme with like kung fu gets half her body cut off, and so she like yeah. flying kicks the the cat on the wall, which we'll get into the actual cat in a minute, but the when that happens, it kind of releases the spirit and then that the the, uh. the picture that's on the wall like, kind of opens up and like spews blood and everything, kind of like that's essentially sort of destroying the spirit that's in the house, you know, in yeah. a sense. So it's kind of a bit like The Shining then, isn't it? Yeah, I think the cat itself in many ways is sort of a representation of a couple of things. I think like in... In the most sort of like, I say, I say a sense of a vulgar term because of, you know, cat being like referred to as pussy, and that, that the 
the cat because it spews blood and it's sort of like a, 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 oh. a woman's rage in a sense if you could think about that. Well, one. you mean when she's she's having yeah, a period when when a woman has a period, yeah, 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 and just that sort of anger could could be seen as that. I don't know, maybe just straws there, but like the fact I've heard also that the cat from other people's interpretations that the cat could also be to do with like the bomb of Hiroshima, like you know when the gleam of the whoosh, like the sparkle mm-hmm. that has in his, his eyes that that's like signifying like a, a igniting explosion type of thing and that's that's why all the chaos is in June because whenever the cat's around there seems to be trouble doesn't there but then Japan loves cats anyways so I don't know if they did in the 70s but I, I know that obviously that is a big culture for cats and but yeah they, they, you have your good cats and and so I just cats. feel like maybe that's like oh well She's had a cat. Oh, maybe the ant is actually in the cat. Yeah, it kind of like switches in between, doesn't it? Yeah, so, so it could be like a bit of a reincarnation. She could have come back and as a cat and... Yeah, it'd be embodied within the spirit. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> the cat anyway. Is, snowy? Was, yeah, that was another difference. It's called snowy in this English <laughs> disc that we've got. <laughs> Which but, I joked and said it sounds like something I'd call my pet because I had um, a pet rabbit called snowy. Hmm. And when we had Arthur, we, I was on about all snow kind of related. Mm-hmm. But in the American one, it's called Blanche, which I think I prefer snowy, to be honest. I don't really know where Blanche comes from. Yeah, I don't know if that's mean like blank, like blank, like the French. It's the French word for white or something. But, oh, right. Or something like that, or maybe, but. Yes, yeah, it sounds, sounds so much of a human name. That sounds daft, doesn't it? Who say that? And our cat's got a human name. No, but in, in like a not on a. In, I don't know. It sounds odd, doesn't it? It does. For, it does. For, it's not what? like I feel like a pet's name normally is endearing, at least. Like, yeah, he'd like to say a black cat called Sooty or something, or yeah. something like that. I don't know. Casper. Yeah, I don't know. But the you you said um, I remember you. Clearly, you said like when there was a, like a musical number in a sense when the when all some other like shenanigans were going on, the soundtrack that kind of keeps repeating annoyingly. It's one of the <laughs> small gripes I have with the film, but there's like a little cat remix going on when the, the when the piano meow 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 meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, I love it. <laughs> well, because it's a cat related, and I think it just it was really cute as well yeah. the way it was doing it, and I think it's just. I don't know, it's just, yet again, everything about Japan and mm-hmm. it's just the way it's done is just mm-hmm. delivered with yeah, greatness. Yeah, that sort of like reverse footage yeah. thing going on to one. All these other things, like the ant at that point is, like she goes in the fridge, I think, and fantasy like, oh, got startled for whatever reason because she goes in and then immediately the ant's then like in the top uh, corner of the, the, the frame like looking at the audience, almost like a wink kind of thing. And the way oh, that, that she's of, walking on the beams and like doing a little dancing, dance. yeah. it's just... And then dance with that like old skeleton prop and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like hands. with the eyeball thing when yeah. she's got it in her mouth. Yeah, like, the watermelon, yeah, yeah. 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 It's silly little things, things like that and it's obviously all in fantasy's head a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she's the only one who can see it. But also... Like, just playing tricks on her, basically. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. she she's knows like, she's... Oh, Naive. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No one's going to believe you, type of thing. Yeah. One of the other things I remember you saying, I think we did kind of say at the same time, (laughs) was when Melody's at the piano and sort of like doing a different interpretation of the theme that kind of keeps Mm -hmm. playing through the film. And she's like, 
touching the ivories, as we'll say, is when it's like ding and ding. That was like sound like the the opening to Welcome to the Black Parade. Yeah, it did. Yeah, like Chemical Romance. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was the most gruesome part as well. Was when she'd kind of got her fi- all her fingers, fingers kind bitten of off, yeah. bitten off. That was like the most goriest it kind mm. of got. I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it's kind of also a bit unsettling that she was kind of like <laughs> like laughing like almost like hysterically mm-hmm. at the fact and like, <laughs> got it by the and then the hat the arm got bit off and then oh that was a bit too much kind of like in a bit of a shock of it all yeah. after the fact like the sign with the fingers but <laughs> and then later on I think the fingers are playing the keys by mm-hmm. themselves and that's kind of a bit like ooh. but yeah. it's cleverly done um, and still kind of to yeah, a point of where yeah. it's a bit cringy but it's not like absolutely horrific Nick. and I think that's what works yeah, I mean, you could argue like, oh, it looks a bit dated with some of like the, I think it's like the green screen or blue mm-hmm. screen effects of it, but that's just out of the time and it's I like, think so, but at the same time... It sort of adds a bit of charm to it, I think it? it does because I think that's what they're going for anyways. Yeah. So like Again, with the, the circling realism. in yeah, and yeah. all of that and the double green screens and yeah. it's not, I think it's even for its time when it was out there, I don't think it was as perfect as it could have been. For like the seventies, you know, it was not like spot no. on then. But it was, so, it, it was a big hit with younger kids, as you can maybe yeah. imagine. Yeah, that's the target audience, so it did really well. Ah, I'm a young kid then. <laughs> is that what you're saying? So it's hmm. worked well for me. But one of the things that I'm not so keen on, I don't know if it's it's probably more of a cultural thing that it happened, but because of the fact that a lot of the youngers, I I'm not sure, obviously if they're in school. I don't know what age they're supposed to be when they're sort of they're going for. I don't know if they finished school indefinitely at that point, or they've lot were maybe fifteen, mm. sixteen year olds. Maybe they've got another year to go. But the use of I know it's not done in like a, a sexual way, but like the fact that there's there is nudity with them, mm. it sort of taints it a little bit. Like, um, do we really need? Do you mean this? with Angel being in the bath and I mean you Karate Girl being in her knickers? That, not so much, and more like just when, I think, Prof, for example, like at the back end when she's sort of like dissolving in the, the blood and everything, it's kind of like you see her body basically being deteriorating from mm. the, that blue screen or whatever it is that's doing it, but things like that, and it's a bit like... Uh, I know there's... It's not... I don't know how to feel about it, really. It feels a bit wrong, but it's not in like a... Again, not done in a sexualized way, no. and especially like... You could even argue with the fact of when... Fantasy at the very end, sort of like the last survivor of the ordeal, and she kind of embraces Angel at that point where she's sort of like the mother figure. She kind of like holds her in her arms, and it's just like that one breast that she's got there, like in like in a mother's yeah embrace essentially. So but... actually thinking about it with fantasy, I don't really see apart from correct me if I'm wrong. What happens with her? Like you, d- you just assume she's obviously not going to survive. Yeah. But you don't really see anything yeah. tragic. No, no. After that, no. I think she's just been tormented just, enough. Yeah, and then something happens to her off camera. Yeah. Kind of thing. Whereas things like the Mr. Togo, when he does arrive, he gets, I think, he must just get turned into bananas. <laughs> and there's another thing of that reverse thing. You go, banana, 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 banana. <laughs> and the watermelon man gets turned to a skeleton. Yeah. That kind of, yeah, jarring effect and all that kind of stuff. It's good, really so. good. Lastly, before we go into the scores, then, like I know I said about the re- sort of repetitive music and stuff, but the other 
tracks that we had like it's certainly more at the beginning which again felt like more of a like a commercial songs yeah pop songs what do you think to the- i i enjoyed it i did because initially it felt like you were watching like a teenage kind of school drama drama yeah, yeah. and it was yeah. like oh this is quite nice i'm enjoying this really light-hearted just and then it kind of gets a little bit weirder as you get on but mm-hmm. the music and everything's just pretty solid i'd, I'd say Why, what are your thoughts no, I really enjoyed it. In fact, you'll probably see from Instagram photo that I've been it's been sitting on the shelf for a while, but to actually like by right now you've seen the film we can put I've got the vinyl yes. soundtrack of it. Now I can play it and you'd be like, Oh yeah, I remember that thing. I'll or, appreciate it more than just yeah, this random yeah, thing you rather put on. if I put it on you'd be like, What the hell is this? kinda of thing. Right. So Yeah, put it on and have a listen. See if I remember anything. The better <laughs> be the cat part to it. No, because there's no Spotify to go through it, but uh, before... Devastated. Yeah, there's no cat remix, unfortunately. (laughs) No keyboard cat. Don't want to listen to it now. (laughs) Let me down. Right, well, if that's everything, I think we'll go to scoring. Okay. Which, of course, is you first. Yes, because all Halloween will be me first. So we're backtracking to how we used to be. Yeah. So, for me, I think i've got off lightly for a halloween one i really enjoyed it i would watch it again it's not that scary it's quite comical light-hearted fun it's definitely full-on japanese so if people aren't into that then i don't think it'd be your thing it is over the top but joyful at the same time and vibrant and even though it gets a bit sinister it's not too much <laughs> it's not too gory not much bloody no no really no no, no. and to say it's something haunting or meant to be like a haunted house. Mm-hmm. That was normally my indication of, right, okay, no, we don't want to watch this. Mm-hmm. It's more like a fun house, isn't it, really? Isn't it? Yeah. Right, in the loosest term. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so it's no, it's not so bad. I thought, oh, because of girls and stuff like that, and got myself, this is not what I anticipated when mm. looking at it, yeah, going so. into yeah. it. It wasn't. No. So I'm going to give it an eight. Is that okay? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Well, considering you said... Last episode was like, oh, I don't think anything's going to be really high. Yeah, yeah. I think this Five. is it, though, Paul. We've peaked at an eight, okay? I don't think I think we're going to go downhill. I'm happy that you enjoyed it. Thank you, darling. Because, as I say, I think it was... I knew going into it, you'd probably like it because of the sort of like the culture that you'd know about and sort of know what to expect from what other stuff we've kind of watched and seen mm. and all that kind of stuff. So I was kind of thinking it would be more on the line of, oh, I forgot what it's called now. Did we watch Battle Royale? Kind of, I didn't know if it was going to be right, yeah. a bit like that, which I, I enjoy, don't say, don't get me wrong, but that mm. is more kind of gruesome. Gruesome, gritty, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't know if it was going to go down that line. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was going to be so comical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a light-hearted horror film for the season, and I think it's one that anybody should, like, check out for at least once to see if <laughs> thing because it's, it's so unique in what it has to offer and for me it's not top marks because there's certain things i've the icks about with, with it really but i know that's for some people that may not even bother them take them out or anything like that for the film but for me it's a bit like i'm not sure i can gel with that too much but for everything else that's involved in it and it's just just so wacky <laughs> in a sense and it's not obviously it's not that particularly scary, but for a young child, it probably would be like quite out there and yeah. Thing so it's maybe like a first 
not the very first like horror film to watch for kids, <laughs> but especially if you don't understand what the background of her mm-hmm. at all is. But it's been quite interesting going through all this, having a bit more research into like how like where the directors started from because this was was his first feature film as well so oh, okay. the studio took a big risk yeah with having him on board from just directing commercials <laughs> to doing this so but i think it paid off and he's mm-hmm. you know cemented as being one of the greats but i'm gonna put it at a nine yeah i thought you would to be fair yeah because it's just something you really should just like embrace and mm-hmm. just get on board and just it's not maybe not say that leave your brain at the door but just have an open mind yeah when you go into watching it is all but I think you, for the most, for most people, I think it's it's a wild ride. And obviously, watch with a lot of people. That's probably a good experience as well to do as well. So, two down, two to go, two to go. Yeah. Next time will be the Patreon pick. <laughs> so things will be sort of like plateaued like at this I, point, and then they might go. I've got a bit of a like, level of anxiety. I'm not gonna lie. Not that I think the Patreons are mean. Um, but I think it, it's more. It's, well, me, you. Me, 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 yeah. Because basically, they only get to pick out of what you give them. Yeah, of course. And which I'm still toying with the idea of which way I should go. In even from that, not just from the two films, but two sort of. Because I haven't really been that scared yet. Yeah, to say it's. I mean. Yeah. 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 But they are what we've covered so far are films that I did want you to see and give your opinion on, which I'm glad we've done. Regardless of not like in the sense of you've been bricking yourself. That's not the intention. Of course. I don't know, I felt like it might be, oh, it's going to ramp up these next two, and that's why I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) But, let's go on to patrons. So, you know, if we get some other people to help in the voting, then... Oh, yes, so if you do want to be a patron and you don't like scary films, now is the time to become one. So, you can vote for a film once a month, and it's only like one pound or one dollar fifty to become a Patreon. And to do that, you go to patreon.com forward slash SP Film Viewers to do that. And then and you... do that, and then basically vote for the least scariest patron, new patrons. That is, yeah, yeah. Well, so they help a girl out. <laughs> also, the current ones we've got all well, voting, but yeah, there's no point in me asking them. No, no. I know what they're like. Yeah. So going into here, we've got my mum. She will be on my side. She will pick the least scariest. But this doesn't mean it will help me because we have, for example, Jonesy, mm-hmm. who is your king of horror films or scary films. I feel like that, he's yeah. he's like your little buddy on that. Yeah. And he's going to go with anything that will shit me up because he'll think it's absolutely hilarious. So if you do want to follow him, he is under he, he is on Instagram under the handle weight loss. Jonesy, mm-hmm. but we have Emma, who is literally just like me, mm-hmm. but yet she doesn't have to watch the film, <laughs> so <laughs> there's a bit of a difference. So if you do want to see Emma, um, or find her on Instagram, she is under M underscore Hayton, so you can find her on there, so we'll see. So maybe m- Mum and Emma might help me out, but the rest, I'm not holding any mm-hmm. faith. We've also got Shani, who says she's like, she likes horror, so... Sort of help out in this instance, of course, but whether what way it sways, we'll have to see, of course. But she is under the handle SDOG on Instagram, and her husband to be Alex, good friend of ours. He's a bit of a wimp, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's not so much a fan of horror films. That's okay. But, 
But he is under the handle desperately seeking username on Instagram. We've then got our lovely friend, Gren. So he's a bit, I don't know, more sci-fi, isn't he, I'd say. But he does like his horror as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I know Gren, he's not going to want to not put me through it. Because, <laughs> he, he, yeah, he likes me screaming. <laughs> um, so if you want to find him on Instagram, he's under cgren underscore draw. We've also got Nico from the Good, the Bad and the Weird podcast. <laughs> who is also a big fan of horror. He's particularly like folk horror stuff. So he's he was quite happy that we kind of covered the Wicker Man. <laughs> I don't know if he'll have been happy with my responses. <laughs> by the time this episode comes out, we'll have recorded an episode with him. Yeah, thanks so, for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it should be it should be good. At least I've already watched it, so I've still only got mm-hmm. two more films to go. <laughs> so we've got Ben from Film Vloggers. So brilliant podcast i know last a couple of years ago they mm-hmm. did like their a halloween f- flogoween or something they did, so they did an episode a day i think they did the same for christmas i believe as well i i i, I do know i was on the christmas one and i think you yeah. jumped on to the, one of the halloween ones yeah, 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 yeah. so we took it in in turns didn't we <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah definitely something to go check out on their archives of mm-hmm. halloween because they, they did give it their all we're never doing that i could not no, watch was, i haven't got the time i don't think i could watch a film a day of halloween I- I could do it of Christmas. Yeah. I think that would get a bit tiresome. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. And lastly, and not but not least, Mark from 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm pretty sure they'll be doing October Halloween-y ones as well of 100 Facts of... I wonder if they've done The Shining, actually. Maybe you not should sure. join that, Paul, with the <laughs> fact that he, he still got it out. And I'm like, this year, you were like... <laughs> you did pick on me. I went, what? We have to watch The Shining every year. And you're like, well, we, we do with Christmas films. And, and there's like... more than one Christmas film we watch a year, is there? So, you know. True, true there is, but I, I watched it last year. I'm sure I watched something that was like near enough the equivalent. Oh, you, what, you mean the t- TV series? Yeah, so I feel like I've already was, done it. Oh, that was terrible. But it did tickle my curiosity to see what it was, and like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Oh, the eyes when you were flitting back and forth. That freaks oh, me out. The fact away. that Tony was Flo- a real person. Floating in. The- oh, God, that would get started. <laughs> but, anyway, thank you to those patrons. And of course, from signing up, you can get your name shouted out too. Now, if you would like to listen to some of our other episodes, you can do so by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. And we'd also appreciate you giving us a five-star review on any of the platforms that do the scoring system, such as Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and I believe Spotify do it as well. If you do want to leave us a lovely comment and anything that you want us to review, please do rate us and leave it there. You can also do that as well on Instagram by liking our pages, following us. So we are on social media. So Twitter, Instagram, threads, and TikTok. So all under the same handle, SP underscore film viewers. So go hit that like button, subscribe, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Yep. That's good <laughs> stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's a wrap for today. And um, and look forward to maybe actually getting a scare from Sophie this, these next couple of episodes. But, no. But, uh, maybe I've just grown up. Maybe I've got, I'm a married yeah. woman now and I am mature yeah. and don't get frightened. Maybe we'll see. I've got a husband now, so I'm fine. I highly doubt it. If there's anything ghost related, I'm not telling you. 
I'm not telling you what scares me because I'll just vote for it. So thank you very much for listening once again. And we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.